I will destroy your farms. I will slay your people, and I will raise your city. Not raise it up, R-A-Z-E. I'm going to flatten it. They ain't going to be nothing left. No stone will be unturned. That was the conditions of his surrender. Those Spartans, known for war. Not so much known for their dry humor, which is outstanding. They wrote back one word. Yeah. You said that's what you're going to do? <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> that was their response. You want, to, you want me to submit or fight? Get the ifing. That's what you said you were going to do. They wrote back one word. If. If. Give it your best shot. You want trouble? Me too. That's a word. If. Sparta did not submit. They forewent the consequences. They did not care about the consequences. They were ready. And they wanted to go ahead and get to the condition. <laughs> that was their business. Philip nor his son Alexander the Great messed with Sparta. Wisely so. <laughs> right in the middle of that island, they left them alone. They knew better. Sparta fell later. But I do not recommend you continue in your war against God. People say, I ain't at war with God. I do not recommend you continue your war against God. You will die in your sin. Stop and bow. Surrender. Our Lord's preaching here in John 8. He gives nine ifs here in John 8. But I want to look at about five and a half of them. You'll see why it's happening. There's one kind of repeated, and it's really good and sweet at the end. It's pretty sure God's people. You know, that's a, depending on what side of the war you're on, if you were a small, tiny little nation, and you went against a mighty, great nation, and they came with their terms of surrender, you'd be scared to death, you'd be mad, you'd be angry. You can't do that to us, or I'd run for the hills. But if you were with that mighty nation, that's wonderful, isn't it? Good. We had a president that was strong and said, this ain't going to happen. You get one of mine, I'm coming to get him. Yes. Oh, we like that. Well, our Lord gives five and a half conditional statements. Statements that have an eternal consequence. This is eternal life and death. Listen up. Stick around for it. First, Christ is the triune God. He's manifested in a human body. He's God in human flesh. And he came to this earth. Look here, verse 21. And Jesus said unto them, I go my way, and ye shall seek me, and shall die in your sins. Whether I go, ye cannot come. Then said the Jews, Will he kill himself? Because he said, Where I go, ye cannot come. And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath. I am from above. Man is low, God is high. Ye are of this world. I'm not of this world. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins for if ye believe not that I am he's in power if you don't believe that I am ye shall die in your sins what's that mean? he's I am not a prophet he's the prophet he's not a son of God he's the son of God he's not well he's a mediator He's the only mediator between God and man. He's not a sacrifice that was accepted. 
and now we can do our sacrifices. And I can cut out there whatever the wind is this week. He's the only bloody sacrifice that was forever accepted. He is. He is. That's what Moses said in Exodus 3. Moses said unto God, Behold, I'll come to the children of Israel, and they shall say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they shall say to me, What's his name? What shall I say to them? Lord, I'll be your messenger. When I go, they're going to say, Who sent you? What's the Lord's name? And he, the God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. He's the great I am. If, here's the term of surrender, if you believe not that I am, you shall die in your sins. What's this book say that he is? Like, we can go on and try that for four years, could you? What's his name? What is it that, that he is? He's everything he said he is. He's Jehovah Jireh. We just looked at those names of the Lord. Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. Do you trust him to provide everything that God requires of you? Or are you 99%? Have you surrendered to these terms of war? Or are you still providing something? Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth thee. Do you trust Christ to heal all of your spiritual sin, all of your sickness by his precious blood? Or are you still cleaning up the outside of the cup? Jehovah Nisi, Lord our banner. You trust him to look to him, to run to him, where he is, where he's preached. Stay there with him. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. You trust him to make peace with God for you by his blood? Or are you still leaning on your works just a little bit? If you trust because of something you did, I was baptized. Well, I made a profession of faith. I walked the aisle. I, so I took the Lord's table. I couldn't leave. Be going to hell. Jehovah Ray, the Lord my shepherd. Do you trust him to protect you and provide for you and guide you and feed you and do everything? Give you all your shots and trim your toenails and whatever needed for sheep? You trust him to do that? Well, now he, can, he can do this, but I'll do that. He can feed me sometimes, but I'm going to feed myself. Jehovah sick king is the Lord our righteousness. You trust him to be all of your righteousness without any help from you. 100% surrender. And the Lord's present. Always. Jehovah Shema. Even when you don't think so. Oh, I don't feel like he's with me. It's been a rough week. It's been a lonely week. It's been a quiet week. And I just don't feel like the Lord's with me. Now, do I trust my feelings? He says he's there. Do I surrender 99% to him? Or do I say, he said so, I believe it. I don't care if I feel it. I'll get over it. I'll feel better next week. These are not conditional ifs. Or these are conditional ifs with eternal consequences. Is Christ the great I am or not? Not what you think of God is. Who he says he is. He's your all in all. He's everything he says he is in truth, as he declared. Then the opposite of this verse is true. This is I said, therefore, verse 24. I said, therefore, unto you that you shall die in your sins. For if you believe that not, if you believe not that I am, you shall die in your sins. What's the opposite of that? You are made to believe he is. Everything he says he is, then you shall have life. I believe that. 
You, you have a good doctrinal position. You give a theological explanation of that. No, not really, but I believe you. Life. You have it right now. Isn't that something? John wrote that already back in chapter 3. He said, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abide upon That's the first bit. If you truly believe, he is. He's made you to believe that. He's given you the faith to believe what he says. And you shall not die in your sins. That's the beginning. Now, you'll continue in his word. He spoke that word to your heart. Make you believe him. You'll continue in that word. Look here in verse 31. John 8, 31. Then Jesus said unto those Jews which believed on him. That's who he's talking to. Some believe him. They believe he is. He is I am. He's the Messiah, the anointed one, the demon. If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Indeed. This will be the proof. This will be the evidence to you that you believe me. If ye continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. What's that mean? What's he talking about? Continue in the gospel. Continue in the faith. Continue looking to Christ. Continue to believe on him. Continue to follow him. Love him. Paul wrote that. He said, if you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. I don't want to be moved away. I'm prone to wander. I'm prone to run. I'm prone to be like Lot's wife and turn around and beat feet as hard as I can back to a burning city. That's what I'm wired to do. My nature given to me by my father Adam. Lord has people. To continue in the word of Christ is to begin, to live, and to die the whole way through in faith that he authored, he gave, and he finished it. He keeps believing. He starts the work. He's going to finish the work. Kevin, I don't agree with you. Well, you thank God for it. My pastor had a very good thing. He said, go home, take your Bibles like in bread to see if I'm lying. It ain't going to happen. I just tell you what he said. He says these are simple sentences, ain't they? That's sweet to me. I like it like that. I don't mean that's complicated. I might get lost in the sauce or something. Tell me plainly, Lord. And he did. He did. Turn over Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 19. Hebrews 10, 19 says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil. That's to say his flesh. That's how this all comes to play. How could this be? How could I believe? He is the I am. He had to die for me to give me life. How could I continue in his word? He had to die for me to give me life to continue. How could he be, how be kept to the end? He had to die for me. He'd give himself for me to do this. When we read the Psalms, Brother Mike read earlier, so it's hard to read the Psalms sometimes. I mean, we know they're all Messianic Psalms. How could Christ say that? How could that be? That's because I had to, and I didn't. He did it for me. Then it's a little more precious. Then it's precious. By new and living way, verse 20, which he had consecrated for us in the veil, that's to say his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near. Let us continue side by side with him. 
with a true heart and full assurance of the faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast, let us continue, not letting go, the profession of our faith without waiting, for he is faithful that promised. And that, 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 I'm thinking from parentheses too. I can't hold fast. I'll let go. I'm going to have to sleep. You know that? You have to hold on to a life raft. You're in a raging ocean. At some point, you might have to sleep. How am I going to hold on without wavering? For he is faithful that promise. That's it. He's faithful. He prayed that the faith he gave us wasn't faithful. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting. That means draw near in love. Let us draw one another near in love. And so much more as you see the day approaching. The end is near. These are the last days. Did our Lord say that as he walked the earth? He sure did. When's it going to be? I don't know. As my grandpa has told me, it ain't going to be as long as it has been. We've <laughs> been here 6,000 years. I've only been here 40. It ain't going to be as long as it has. It's drawing near. We should exalt not one another. Draw near in love. What's the opposite of that? What is the war part, not the surrender part of this? What you said. The party. What's the opposite of drawing on the party? What's the opposite of love? Backbone. Backbone. Yeah. That's the opposite. John said they went out from us. They were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. Is this rocket science? Is this hard? It's simple, isn't it? If they were of us, they'd have stayed with us. Now, they're the prodigal son. I've lived that. Does that mean shut them out? Don't talk to them. Close the door. Mm, close your eyes. Don't ever stick their name again. Mark it out. Oh, we hope the Lord draws them back. If they're his, they'll come back. They'll, they'll come back before they die. Because if he's done it, he's going to keep you to the end. They will continue. Demas hath forsaken me, Paul wrote, having loved this present world. Thessalonica. Bright light, stick smoke, and loud, loud music. Oh, bright lights and concrete. He loves it. Well, move on up. He left him. He left the gospel. Now verse 38. Hebrews 10, 38. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in you. What a frightful thing. What a frightful thing. You go up on your own, and the Lord says, leave him alone. Take him alone. Take your brush out. Knock the dust off your feet. Say the kingdom of God has come nigh. Verse 39. But we are not of them who draw back into perdition. But of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Why? Third Lord said, in effect, if you continue in my word, you are my disciples indeed. <laughs> That's like his shout. You continue in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Indeed. Not just in profession with the mouth. Not just in paper, because you, you've got on the rolls of some church membership somewhere. Not just in pretend, and not just in playing. Not just sometimes, during the week, or twice a week, or something like that. You are indeed my disciple. Total commitment. 100%. All day, every day. You're bought with a price. 
You're our own king's property. His blood brought, brought you here. What did Paul say? Paul wanted his friend Timothy. And then he said this. He said, For now I am now ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not only to me, but unto them also that love is appearing. Love is what found today. Most people don't catch that. They say, you got to fight a good race and run a good course and all these things. What are we doing when we do that? Loving his appearing. I want to see my Lord. I want to be with capital H, heaven. <laughs> I want to be with him. Not a place, him. A good fight, a finished course, and keeping the faith does not save us. That's only the evidence of these is. That's only the evidence that we are saved. Our sister, Doris Mankin, used the illustration one time. It was wonderful. They saw a girl, little girl skipping as she walked down. A young child, little baby, skipping. And she said, you know, a child doesn't skip because, or is not happy because it skips. It skips because it is happy. We persevere not to be God's child, but because we are God's child, we persevere to the end. I don't take that lightly. My heart hurts as one that has to give an account for people that, that say good things with their mouth to me and, and they, they might write a cute little letter sometimes and then they live the rest of their life in open rebellion to God. My heart hurts for them and I want to tell them to stop their wicked weapons and bow to God. Lord's coming. If you continue in his word, come to Christ and, and, and lean on the word of God and, and, and have a, we can't do that. He has to do it. But ask for mercy to give us a desire to grab a hold of him and, and Please, for your sakes. Now I told you. Give me a little brush. Dust my feet up. Habakkuk wrote, The just shall live by faith. We begin in the faith of Christ. That's where our lives come from. We live by his faith, walking this world in his faith that he gives, looking to him, and we will die in the faith. Hebrews 11, someone called it the Hall of Fame of Faith. I'm giving the goosebumps. I get it. Hebrews 11, 13 says, All these died in faith. They started, the Lord came to them, sent a preacher to them, either himself or sent one, and they believed God because he put it in their heart. They continued in his word all the way to the end, and they died in faith. Grace started it, and grace grew in them. And they died in grace. That's a comfort to me. People say, well, that's not fair. I love so-and-so. And they left. I hate it for so-and-so, but I'm, I'm looking out for me. I'm, I'm the one that's at war with God. I, I need to hear this. And once he speaks comfort in my heart, then I can say, hey, brethren, Lord, save me. Look, come here by the man. And I can tell somebody else. Like on them airplanes, you put your mask on first, and then you worry about that smell. <laughs> Should breathe in his arms. When a person is given true faith, when a grace is worked in their heart for real, not pretend, when it's for real, there is a new cre creation, creation, a new creature. There's a new heart, there's a new walk, there's new companions, there's a new family. Do you get that? New goals, 
New everything. There's a new hope, a new love. First time ever. Yeah, faith, hope, and love. Never had that before. It was once written, if a person has true faith, true love, true hope, it shows in their eyes. It lights up their countenance. It softens their touch. It mellows the voice. It bows their head. It bends their knee. It opens their hand for generosity and for hugging. It curbs the tongue. It orders their steps. It gives them peace. And it teaches them to forgive others because they've been forgiven. It's true. That love that does all this and endures to the end. Is that right? That love fail not. Charity suffers long. It fails not. The text says, if we continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. That's a condition of war if we continue. How? The shepherd has to lead us. He has to protect us. This one that is the I am has to do it all for me. And I'll willfully do it. My sheep hear my voice. I know them. And what? They follow me. Start back in that text, John 8. When we know who Christ is, when we are made committed to Him, now, now you got freedom. I know who He is, and light of Him, I see who I am. I'm committed to Him. I lay down my shotgun. I lay down all my pride. I lay down all my looking out for number one. And I bow to him, Lord, I want to serve you with more people. Now, now you got freedom. People want freedom. You want liberty? Here it is. Ready? Verse 36, John 8, 36. If, condition, if the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Let's do it one more time. John 8, 36. You got it? If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Oh, that's something. Turn over to Luke chapter 4. I brought you back to that one verse, but we need to see both of them. Luke chapter 4. What are we free from? A whole lot of things. We're free from our spiritual poverty, and we have all of our spiritual blessings in Christ. We're free from that dead heart of stone that we thought was fine because we had a, a beating heart. We, we thought we saw because we have eyes that can go look at trees and hummingbirds. And now we have a new heart that's alive. It's alive unto God for the first time. We're free from our captors. Our captors. That sin, death, hell, Satan, the law. Free from all that. And now we're the willing bond servants. Of our Lord. I can't wait to preach that. That bore their ear. They pierced their ear to the servant. And on their time was up, so you can go. That's an evidence you deserve. Forget that. That's some leftovers. <laughs> you clean the outside the cup of that cup would be broken. But they would go willingly. So I was willing to be your step. I love you. I ain't leaving you. I'm staying with you. You're good. We're now his servants. We're free from our blindness. Now we see Christ, that great I am, and that we see that his word is true. Every man's a liar. We're free from free from finally seeing that we're enslaved and we have freedom. We finally see our freedom. And we're turned clean loose to serve him. Have at all this freedom found in the Lord Jesus Christ alone. And we completely accept that. I believe it won't happen another way. Look here at Luke 4, verse 18. 
stood up and read. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, on Christ. Why? Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Well, that's good news. That's me. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted. That's me. To preach deliverance to the captive. I'm a captive. I, I'm, I'm a captive of sin. I'm a captive of this old man that's right here with me. And recovering of sight to the blind. Oh, no, I was blind. Now I see. Now I see. I ain't walk around looking at dumb stuff no more. I'm looking at you. And to set at liberty them that are bruised. That's the thing that you'll pray to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. We're free from our poverty, our stony hearts, our captivity, our blindness. Free! How? Christ was preached. God said he's going to save his people by the foolishness of preaching. If somebody says they're saved another way, you're a flat-out liar. You're a self-righteous, hypocritical liar. If I could say that strong, I would who did all this? Who did all this This releasing? Did we release ourselves on our own recognizance because the law couldn't offer us anything anymore? <laughs> I think it gave me all I could have now. I'll release myself. No, no, no. We didn't just figure out the way. We didn't figure Christ out. We didn't get a corner on God and figure the gospel out. We came to the doctrines of grace. Oh, no. Our text says, If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, he does the work. Freedom. Freedom. Now you're free indeed. Kind of free? Free indeed. Completely free. Completely free. He sets us free and we're plumb free indeed. He saves you. You're plumb saved completely. No matter what. And no one can lay charge to his elect. It's Christ God. Yea, that's risen. Not even me. That's why I got wrote in that text in my life. Not even me. When I look in the mirror, not even me. That's good news. That's good news. From Bill Clark, their name in the month said, he goes, they asked what believers rule of life was. And boy, you talk about just the peacock's feathers just shooting out of their hands. <laughs> oh, people would be backflips. He said, believe Christ, trust him, love him, and do whatever you want. What's going to constrain somebody if you do whatever? The legalist just does backflips. They try to explain away God's word. He says, I've set you free. You're free. Well, now, hold on now. Now, now this means, it means exactly what he just said. You're free. And you ain't going to enter into it unless you start back in that first law of surrender. No, he's God. He's able to do these kind of things. Man, ain't. We've got to quit thinking our way and start thinking the way he says he does things. What's going to constrain somebody? Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5, for the love of Christ constrains us. Oh, now I'm talking about love. What about the law? That law is loving. If you have a heart of love, you can, you can look at that law and say, oh, you have to have a handrail around the top of your house. That's one of the Levitical laws. God had code in this <laughs> Building code. Why? Well, if you follow up, well, I gotta put why gotta put a handrail up? God says so. You go out and kick rocks. What if your neighbor's children was outside and you fell off the roof? That's what that did to that child. You love them children? Put a handle on you. Now the law is precious, isn't it? Now it's written in my I delight in your law, Lord. Now I see from love's standpoint. I mean, Christ my high tower looking from the eyes of love. Now I see your law. Boy, this is holy. This is good. I can't keep it. <laughs> I want to. Boy, this is right. 
the, the heart was checked. It's to constrain us. It means to hold together, to compress, to arrest, to afflict, to preoccupy. His love will engulf us. What if somebody wanted to run around drinking and driving and doing cocaine and being a sodomite? Go for it. If. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. But if that's what you know whose you are. Really? You know whose you are. You know who he is. He's the great I am. I'm bought with the price. I'm here. And I believe him. And I love him. And you know what? I don't want to bring reproach on the gospel. I don't want to do these things. I want to serve him and his people. Now you're going to do what you want. I want to serve God. Love him, believe him, love his people. That's it. Those he abides in, do everything careful. This is a battle fought all around. And the child of God is free. That's what he said in Matthew 17. And they were coming to Capernaum. They that received tribute money came to Peter and said, Doth not your master pay tribute? And he said, Yes. He was coming to the house. Jesus prevented him, saying, What thankest thou, Simon? Of whom do the, king, the kings of the earth take custom or tribute? Who do they pay taxes from? Take taxes. Their own children or strangers? And Peter said unto him, Of strangers. And Jesus said unto him, Then are the children free. We're children of the king. We know who he is. We believe him. We continue in his word. We're free. We're free. Fourthly, from our John 8. You truly believe he is, then you will not die in your sin. If you continue in his word, then you're his disciple. If he sets you free, you are completely free from all bondage and all condemnation. Fourthly, if you're his child, you do the works of his other children. Verse 39. They answered and said unto him, Abraham's our father, who must stand on their heritage. Jesus saith unto him, unto them, if ye were Abraham's children, his spiritual children, you would do the works of Abraham. Now we could go a long time in faith of Abraham. Abraham believed God. Where's all that? What was the foundation of all that? The Lord working in him, the Lord making him leave, right? Because he loved him with an everlasting love. Look here at verse 4. But now you seek to kill me. A man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. Lord, Abraham had faith. Abraham believed God. It was counted to him for righteousness. That's true. The Lord's speaking here of Abraham's love. You see that? What's the opposite of trying to kill someone? Loving them. Ain't that the opposite? If then, if you believe him, belief is love. If you know who God is, you love him. If he's, if he's gave you a new heart, to see him as he is. Now, if you see him as an enemy, then you want to hide from the rocks and the mountains, don't you? You have them fall. If you believe him, you love him. After in John 6, it says, And they said unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? He said, This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he hath sent. Conditions of war. If you're a child of God, if you're spiritual Israel, you do what Abraham did. You love. You don't seek to kill. You don't seek to murder, harm, or maim. You love. Look at verse 41. You do the deeds of your father. Then said they unto him, We be not born of fornication. We weren't born in sin. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. Would you imagine going to this 
sin cursed world that's so religious. Those stadiums out in Texas, Texas, packed with 45,000 people every Sunday. I said, if you love God, you would love Christ. Well, I love Jesus. No, the, the one he declares himself to be is God. The all and in all. Where Abraham sees, well, that's spiritual Israel. You love him. You believe him. You continue in his work. Well, he gives a birth. Verse 44. He says, You are your father the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not the truth, because there is no truth in him. He speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he's a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, you believe not. I lie to you. Which of you convinces me of sin? He said, Which one of you can hold charge to me? Even Pilate said that, didn't he? He said, I find no fault in this thing. He's in us. I'm gonna wash my hands. He said, Which of you convinced me of sin? And if if I say the truth, why do you yet not believe? That's compassion to those. They started this chapter trying to stone a woman. And they're gonna end this chapter by trying to stone him. That's a that's a broad a thirty thousand foot view of substitution. I deserve to die, and now they're trying to get him. And he says, If I tell you the truth, and you know I do, I lie to you. Why don't you believe? Because you won't. Can ain't involved. Won't you? Won't you? Won't you know he is the great I am? You won't have it. I won't have this man anymore. No. Why won't you continue in his word? I'm going to do it my way. So Frank's not I did it my way. Poor fellow. Why don't you believe it? You know he's true. Uh, anywhere I know. Uh, Jesus, the Son of God? Yeah, yeah. He's, they're related. And did he lie? No, he didn't lie. Did he save people from sin? Yeah, I think so. That's what Grandma told me. But why don't you believe him? Why don't you follow him? Why don't you go learn of him? That's what we're exhorted to do. The time is drawing now. The end's near. And my, my, my end may be in the next 15 minutes. I need to study this word. <laughs> I can know who this judge of heaven and earth is. I know what I am. I need to cry out for mercy. If I say the truth, why do you not believe me? Oh, what a price. We're not allowed to draw back, folks. I believe by his grace, by his love, I have believed the Lord. I believe it. He's made me believe. If that ain't fair, oh, it's real fair to me, not fair to you. I believe him today. I do. And if, and if this is true faith of him that he's put in me, I'll believe him tomorrow and I'll stick with him to my deathbed because he's sticking to me closer than a brother. That's a freedom. That's a freedom. He says the truth, why don't I believe? Oh, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Everything, the practical stuff, anything. Lord, your word's true. Help me believe you. Make me believe you. Well, verse 51 says, Verily, verily. One to 27, verily, verily. Verily, verily, I say unto you, If a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. What saying? 
Everything he says. Is he lying? Mm -hmm. Why don't you believe him? You believe him? I do. You'll never see David. You'll never see David. That's comforting. That's there's a war going on. I hope that's comforting to them because one person I was preaching to, and, and one person on earth, and I said there's a war going on. And I pointed pointed to him. Here's the terms of surrender. You bow to it. I lay down my my arms, my guns, my gunpowder, box, stock, and barrel, everything. But go feed for me. I grab a hold of you and make my hands stay held, held to you. Keep me to the end. Keep me faithful to the end. That way, when that hope is, is seen, faith is now sight. That love will remain. 